Solar PV Cast by Shift, a podcast exploring solar energy and the role it plays in improving our lives and our planet. Here's your host, Chris Palliser. Tis the season to be snowy. Fa la 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 la. That's right. <laughs> we live in Canada. Snow is a thing. And the big question we in the solar industry get a lot at this time of year is so what happens when my panels get covered in snow? Can it damage them? Do I need to clean it? Will the ice hurt them? Will my production go down? To answer these questions and more, our resident shift technical support champion, an expert on snow from Mexico, <laughs> Alan Vigelvaso. Welcome to the podcast, Alan. Thank you very much, Chris. I'm happy to be here. Uh, thank you for the title of expert of snow. Now yeah. I have another title. Huh? It makes sense. You grew up in Mexico, right? Yeah. <laughs> How many times have you seen snow? Uh, five, six, maybe. <laughs> Well, that doesn't matter, though, because you are an expert when it comes to solar. Yeah. And so the big question is, uh, how does the snow affect solar? Does it affect production and things like that? Well, uh, it is true that the, that winter days are less produ- productive than solar, like uh, summer days. But during the summer, your solar will produce the amount of energy that you will use overall. Let's say... Thanks of the net metering, your solar will produce much more energy on summer on the days that you are not using a lot of electricity, putting that into the grid. For later on winter, you consume from the grid and that all energy that you give to the grid, you will be given back on credit, right? So yeah, your panels will produce less on, on winter, but also your panels will produce much more on solar that you can you can use it before. That's right. The the beautiful thing of net metering. Build it up in the summer and use it in the winter. Now, on, you know, you go outside, you're excited, the kids love it, the snow is falling, but you, you've got your solar panel, your solar array up there. The snow landing on the panels itself, they're obviously designed for that. Does it melt on them a little better than it does on the roof? Yeah. It's like, I'm going to put an analogy here. <clears throat> black concrete. If there is snow in black concrete, and then there is a small hole in which the, the sunlight can hit that black concrete directly, this, the snow most probably will start melting faster than if there is no any hole, right? So the, the black cells on solar panels act the same way as this, at the, this pavement, right? So they will heat up much more faster than the roof, and it will melt the snow on it. Makes sense, yeah. It's kind of like um, it, it draws in the sun, and they're already pointed at the sun, so it's not like you're putting panels in the shade. Yeah. So they're going to be the first things to melt. What about if you get a little even rain, and then the temperature drops below zero, and then those wet panels freeze? What happens to them then? Well, <clears throat> if it's ice over the panels, then the panels will be producing because they will still catching some light, right? There will be some deficiency because the light is not hitting the panel as it's supposed to be. Maybe it's not directly. Maybe that ice is changing the direction of the light, but the panel will still producing uh, energy from the from the solar hitting the panel, even though it has uh, this layer of ice on top of them. Maybe a silly question, but this is a safe place. Gonna ask it. The panel will not produce when it has a layer of snow on it. Is that true? 
yeah, the panel will stop producing if he has uh, a layer of snow, but it will take almost not time to melt. So you will have uh, some production. And also I want to tell you, uh, professional installers, a shift, we consider this, all these um, environmental things when we calculate the systems, right? Oh, when you're making the design, you look at the yeah. location and, and how much snowfall? How much snowfall we have, how much rain, how many cloudy days on the average through the years. So we take all these into consideration. So everything is already calculated. So you don't have to worry too much like, oh, I have snow, maybe I go up and clean them because this is already calculated. So we already know that in winter, you're not gonna produce as much as in summer, but we also know that in summer, you're gonna produce more energy that you're gonna then use it on credit on the winter. That makes sense. So when you get your proposal from say shift, um, all of that calculation says you're going to produce this, this, and this. That's all taken into account. So we're, we're taking in that maybe in December in, in Halifax, those panels might be covered in snow for a week. We're yeah. taking that into consideration when you get your numbers. Yeah, that's true. So when they have the proposal, they will see that, it, that also like month by month, you will see that the production drops almost to a third or, or even less on the winter than in summer. But of course, it's okay because, like you said, in the spring, in the summer, when you're, you're just say banking all that energy, uh, thanks to net metering. You mentioned cleaning the panels. Do you, is it is it a good idea for somebody to to get a broom and and try to clear those panels, or should they just kind of back off? I mean, I recommend don't do it because it could be risky. Right. You can harm yourself doing that, or maybe you can actually like damage a module, and. As I said, or already we, we consider that you are gonna lo- produce less in winter. Right. So I will just uh, just leave the snow there, it will melt. And a good thing, as the snow will stick there for a little bit, our ice is gonna, gonna build up on top of the panel. This will, this will take all the dirt that it's in the panel. And when it melts, it will clean it for you. Right. So it's free cleaning for you with snow and ice. There you go. That's a good way to look at it. Nature's nature's cleaning service. Yeah, that's it, true. That's perfect. Now, when it comes to the panels themselves with ice, will the ice damage the panel? I'm assuming that they're they're obviously constructed with all weather in mind. Yeah, they the panels must must go through different certifications and lab testings. So. A lot of these testings, one of those include how much weight a panel can, can, can have on it, right? And this is measuring pascals. Right, yeah, because if you get a bunch of snow, is that snow gonna, yeah, is it gonna break the panel? So modules are good up to 5,400 pascals. And we can translate this. I, I did some calculations for, for, for you to, to know how much kilograms will be this. So this will be, around 1,000 kilograms. Wow. So you can almost have nine feet of snow on top of the panel. (laughs) Right. And it will not break. Wow, okay. That's pretty good. That's good to know. So a foot on your panel, you're totally fine. Nine foot. Nine feet, yeah, totally. All right, well, that's great information. Now, again, with the panels and the snow, what about the temperature? If the temperature drops down, and you know, in Canada, we can get down to minus 25, minus 30, minus 40 in some places. Does that affect the efficiency of the panels? 
Yeah, panels are rated up to minus 40 Celsius degrees. Okay. So this means that the panel is going to be producing at minus 40 Celsius degrees. Below that, it will affect the production of the panel, but it will not break it or, or freeze it or something like that, right? We've talked about this before, too, because they they um, certify the panels at 25 degrees Celsius. And the higher you go in that temperature, the efficiency drops. The lower you go, efficiency can actually go up because, like most things, electronics work better when they're cooler. Yeah, that's true. As you said, uh, most of the people could think, oh, it's heat, it's hot right so my panel will be producing more and it's not like that actually if it's hot then the panel will lose production and if it's cold that's what the panel actually like like cold clear sky direct sunlight hitting the panel will be the best scenario for the panels when you don't hit those below minus 50 maybe right, right because yeah. then you will be below right i mean that's most of canada yeah canada's a great spot for solar panels yeah it is man so, because, you know, the mindset is that Mexico, where you're from, or other countries like that, they're obviously way ahead of us when it comes to solar. You get a lot more sunlight, we'll give you that. But on those super hot Mexican sunny days, you're not producing maybe as much as someone on a, on a cooler day in Canada. Yeah, that's true. When the panels reach up to 85 Celsius degrees that you can actually see those um, scenarios in Mexico, the panel efficiency will drop down. I tell you, we're learning a lot today, Alan. Here we are. <laughs> awesome. Well, I think we covered everything when it comes to snow and ice. Bottom line is, don't worry about it because it's already in the plan. And like you said, nature's cleaning tool. Yeah, be happy and <laughs> let it snow. <laughs> Perfect. Thanks for joining the podcast, Alan. Thank you, Chris. The Solar PV Cast by Shift with Chris Palliser. To begin your solar journey, visit shift.ca.